I saw a wave, a dark wave, come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name Rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all rigged. In a rigged system. This week, we're going to talk about the petrol dollar's doom and why it matters to we the people. Uh, this is something that goes back to 1974, and we've had a long run with it, um, almost 50 years, but it's getting about challenged to the max it can be challenged, and it's getting to a point where. We better pay attention because the amount of printing of dollars that we have done, the amount of uh, dollars we've actually put in circulation really matters to we the people because it's those dollars in circulation around the world when they start coming home creates not only tremendous inflation, which we're seeing today, uh, but almost a hyperinflation if it doesn't happen in a steady manner. And in lieu of everything that's going on right now with the war uh, with Russia uh, in Ukraine, if we continue to escalate that, uh, we could see the dollar's demise even quicker. Maybe that's their plan. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but the petrol one is a big deal. This is what's coming into play. It was always about the petrol dollar. Now, um, I'm going to get into explaining a little bit about what this means, uh, but the petrol dollar was the dominance. It is, you know, uh, um, the dominance of the world. It's what gave us our reserve currency. And so it comes down to this. Is the U.S. undermining with its actions the dollar's credibility? And it does seem to be yes. In lieu of our actions in picking a fight, especially with a major nuclear power like Russia. And another blow for the dollar's dominance which amazes me, not only did Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates refuse to take Mr. Biden's phone call, they went to Russia. Saudi Arabia is reported uh, considering pricing now at least some of their oil in Chinese yuan. Now, we saw this coming back in the day because the Chinese had set up different exchanges, and I'm going to get into that a little bit. But that's a very huge deal because technically... The United States owned Saudi Arabia in the sense that we would protect you militarily. And by doing so, you price as leader of OPEC, you price all crude oil in U.S. dollars. But according to the Wall Street Journal, uh, this move is denting the U.S. dollar's dominance of the global petro uh, petroleum market. And it's marking a shift by the world's top crude exporters toward Asia. And you remember, Asia literally is two-thirds of the world's population. So as they grow stronger and as they gain more confidence, we in the United States are going to become um, very weakened. And our, we, the people, of course, our dollar that we're holding and saving will become very compromised. Why I highly recommend it is vital with our savings and a good portion of your portfolio that you are in physical precious metals like gold and silver outside the system. There are multiple ways to do that through private vaulting or just take it home. But I highly recommend giving Cornerstone Asset Metals a call and get yourself in position to have these assets outside the system. You see, the petrodollar served 
as a crucial support for the U.S. dollar. That's what gave the U.S. dollar the world dominance. The majority of most global oil sales are priced in U.S. dollars. This ensured a constant demand for the greenback. Every country needed dollars to buy oil. So they not only kept dollars in the reserve, but they had to do business in order to get dollars because they used the dollars to buy oil. And every country, this is actually vital because every country needs energy. Oil is the number one commodity next to like natural gas and of course silver. You wouldn't believe that one, but it is huge because without energy, we can't function as a nation. So it would, by doing this, it helped support the U.S. government's borrowing and spending policy. That's how they were able to go into massive deficits. They were able to print money and borrow money because the world needed dollars. So we had kind of this guarantee, this security blanket. As long as the world needed dollars for oil, the Federal Reserve could keep printing and printing to monetize what debt we were creating. One of the core staples of the last 40 years, it was an anchor propping up the dollar's reserve status, was a global financial system that is based on this petrodollar idea. This was a world in which oil producers would sell their products to the United States and the rest of the world for dollars. That's why, hence, the dollar became reserve currency. But then they would also recycle these dollars and proceeds in dollars into assets. And while investing in dollars, also the markets and bonds, the U.S. treasuries. This props up the U.S. dollar as the world reserve currency, and in the process, it backstops any standing of the U.S. as the world's undisputed financial superpower. This is what the world was for the last 40 years. Now, part of that agreement, remember, Saudi Arabia controlled OPEC, mainly they led OPEC, which is the uh, Petroleum League, and they were the head of OPEC. So if they say we're using dollars, then they're for and in return, we told Saudi Arabia, we're going to defend you militarily. Well, recently, that isn't happening. We've been really sticking it to Saudi Arabia over the, the Houthis in Yemen. They've been having a bad war with their neighbor, Yemen. It's causing a lot of problems. And the Americans, especially the Democrats, which I don't quite understand, they do everything opposite they're supposed to. But they, they've been undermining one thing about the, the Middle East, and especially the Arabs, is they're very relationship-oriented. They take relationships very, very serious. And when you start backstabbing them, they remember. And they're getting tired of the United States hypocrisy. Saudi Arabia is getting tired of uh, President Obama giving the Iranians all that money and dropping those payloads of cash off and doing the, the Iranian nuclear deal. And, and Mr. Biden is following in the same steps. Saudi Arabia is like, enough's enough. I'm not even taking your call, Mr. Biden. He goes to Russia. This is huge for us, folks. Saudi Arabia has sold oil exclusively for dollars since 1974. That was the deal when Nixon, uh, the Nixon administration sparked it. 
That's also why they took us off gold, mind you, so they could print. If the Saudis ended up shifting away from this dollar and they start selling oil for the Chinese yuan, it is bad news for our dollar dominance. And now what we're doing to Russia isn't helping. This is good news for China. According to the Wall Street Journal, China buys now more than 25% of the Saudi oil export. Just recently, a handful of years ago, the Chinese made a mega billion dollar commitment to build a refinery in Saudi Arabia. They're not, they're not stupid over there in China. They know how to slowly build relationships. So this has been coming for some time. They've been talking about this for some time. But now, if the oil is priced in the yuan, those sales would boost the standing of China's currency. And the Saudis, they're also considering including yuan-denominated futures contracts known as the Petro yuan. We talked about that some time on the wealth transfer program where they're even backing these contracts up with gold. I mean, the Chinese are very slow, methodical, and incredibly intelligent about how they're approaching the world dominance. It's all in the pricing model for the Saudi Arabian oil company known as Aramco. They kind of run the show. Now, China and Saudi Arabia have been talking about the yuan-based oil contracts for years. But now that the frustration has grown especially because we are accelerating our disconnect, you know, from supporting them militarily. They're unhappy with us. It's our deal to have the security commitment and we are not defending the kingdom anymore, especially Biden himself, which is attempting to reinstitute the Iran nuclear deal, which is the enemy of Saudi Arabia. Chinese rolled out this yuan based oil contract in 2018. I mean, it's been okay. It's been modestly successful. But remember, it's backed up by gold, folks. So it's going to have its day. When people realize that the American oil contracts are derivatives, just like the silver gold contracts are derivatives, that the American market itself is based off of derivatives and derivatives is basically meaning fake. They sell contracts of of product they don't own. Like in the silver market, they have sold 350 ounces of silver on paper for every one real ounce of silver in the vault for delivery. That's taken 350 people on one side of the street, put one ounce on the other side and say, go. That's what a derivative market does. It allows them to sell things they don't own. And it's based off of paper. It's basically fake, but that's how we've been rigging the financial system for quite some time. And it's a really big deal because the Chinese themselves, after they did the oil contract, they were setting this up slowly, mind you, but they've done it backed by gold and it's not their own gold. They're backing it up by, they're actually backing it up by gold in the market system, which is very intelligent because I think people would be very shocked how much gold China actually owns. This is going to be a boon for China. The Chinese would love to limit the exposure to the U.S. dollar, especially right now in lieu of how they see us pushing Russia around. 
And now that they see that we have all these biological weapon facilities around the world just so happen to be around China and around Russia, and we happen to be doing genetic research with the blood of these people to develop pathogens to only kill that race. <laughs> I'm talking about Dr. Doom and evil, right? But this isn't just talk anymore. They're now selling oil in the wand. Now, they're saying that this could be risky for Saudi Arabia. This is kind of the pushback that, well, you know, it's could be risky because Saudi real, their currency is pegged to the U.S. dollar. Now, a lot of currencies are pegged to the U.S. dollar, mind you. But that's the point I'm getting at. I think we're near a precipice where that is going to change. Prince Mohammed's aides even reported that and warned him of an unpredictable economic damage that could come if he started doing this for the one. But I believe he's young and I believe he knows better. He sees the new world alliance developing. He likes the idea of the Chinese-Russian alliance. You can tell. And the fact that he blew off Mr. Biden's phone call ought to be a big wake-up call for the United States. But this is no surprise, folks. The Chinese and the Saudis have ramped up their relationship for some time now. The weaponization of the dollar has been on full display lately. We see it. We're seeing it right now, especially after Russia invaded Ukraine. The U.S. started cutting Russian banks and even the Central Bank of Russia from the SWIFT payment system. Now, this is huge because if you're another nation and you see that arbitrarily out of the blue, the United States can decide just to cut you off, you may think twice about putting all of your trust into them. You see, the SWIFT stands for the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication. It's the system that enables banking systems and financial institutions to send and receive information about transactions in a secure environment. Since the dollar serves as the world reserve currency, SWIFT was able to facilitate the international dollar system. They were even able to use it to blackmail people, especially the biggest one that I got a kick out of is when the French bank, there was a French bank who went around the sanctions of Iran and did business with Iran. The United States threatened to cut the French bank off of SWIFT and said, if you want to remain, you have to pay us like a $5 billion fine. Which, of course, they had to because if you're not on the SWIFT system, then how do you do business internationally? And then no kidding, within like two weeks, I think, after they did that, President Obama does this deal with Iran, this whole big uh, nuclear deal, and then drops off $150 billion to Iran, totally, totally doing the exact same thing, even worse than the French bank. And people see that, and they're tired of us being such a bully. But you see, by doing this, we were able to, the SWIFT system anyway, and the dollar dominance, it gave us a great deal of leverage over these countries. That's why we were able to stick it to the French or anybody who got out of line. We had leverage. But that leverage depends on the dollar's role as reserve currency. But it shouldn't shock us, folks. We're seeing big blowback right now. From the U.S. using the greenbacks as foreign policy carrot and stick. 
And what we're doing to the Russian people and the Russian banks is alarming everyone. A drop in the demand for dollars would be such bad news for the U.S. government, which depends on that dollar demand to keep printing money and funding its out-of-control spending. Imagine a world in which the Chinese didn't use dollars. They're building the Silk Road, mind you. They're building the alliance, the Eurasian alliance with the Russians, the Iranians, the Indians. Over two-thirds of the population of the world is building an alliance to go away from the dollar. China currently is the biggest holder of U.S. debt. But if they continue to divest themselves away from dollars, who's going to do the difference? We've been documenting this. You have to know that we are issuing these bonds and they're not buying them anymore. The Federal Reserve has been buying treasuries hand over fist for the last two years. And we've been printing trillions and trillions into thin air. They've been kind of manipulating, you could say, the bond market. But it's tapering purchases and supposedly planning on shrinking its balance sheet, as they say. They think they're going to slow it down. Oh, we'll slow it down. But who's going to buy it? If the treasuries are dropping in demand, who's going to buy it? And what in the world would it be if we didn't have the petrodollar? The U.S. government would be entirely bankrupt. We would have to cut spending like you wouldn't believe. And we would have to print money and monetize debt out of control, which would cause unbelievable hyperinflation and a complete collapse of the U.S. dollar. Now, I know a lot of people don't believe this is going to happen. They don't think it can happen. They think the dollar's dominance is 20 years from now. Oh, don't worry. It'll be fine. To some extent, I understand it's a slower process than what it seems. But if we keep escalating this war with Russia, and if we turn this into a major world war, you better believe the U.S. dollar is gone. And if that U.S. dollar goes away and it crashes, we will have to create a new currency. During that transition, you will lose a substantial amount of your paper asset portfolio, your stocks, your bonds. I already talked yesterday about the extreme pressure that's going to be deflationary pressure that's going to come to stock markets, bond markets, as well as property. The inflated values of property. Be very careful. This is an exceptional time to have gold and silver. It doesn't matter about the price because you're measuring it in a a worthless dollar going forward. But it will definitely always be money because gold and silver has been money going back to the Bible. Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution says grains of silver, grains of gold was our money. When we allowed it to come off and become a fiat currency, that was what spelled the doom for the future. And I wanted to get into some fiat currency, but it's going to be too much for one program. So next time I'm going to get into a deep dive about fiat currencies and explain a little more why they always go to zero and where we are in the cycle and why we the people need to be alerted and be prepared. And it's better to get your gold and silver now. Gold is already near the all-time high. It's not even about the price. It's about the supply. And the supply is not what you think. 
So I would take advantage of that. Until then, stay blessed and have an amazing week. With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals, and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888-747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.